Hello and welcome back to the Villa Villa podcast. I'm here with my good friend Dan Wiseman. Dan, I'm not going to bother asking how you are because Aston Villa are safe in the Premier League. Bro, mate, I, bro, I, I can't even. Uh, we're literally recording this, like what, uh, the final was just gone, what, 10, 10 minutes ago? Yeah. Um, I can't get my words out, mate. We couldn't have done this at the worst time. Uh, I'm absolutely over the movement. I can't believe the way that it happened, the game. I mean, they were never going to make it easy for us. I knew that, but yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, I never saw that last 10 minutes will live long in the memory. And I'm not sure whether it's for the right or wrong reasons, to be honest with you, mate. But <laughs> I know it's, it's an unbelievable day. And one I got to say, mate, I, I did see coming a few weeks ago. No, and I mean, as five days ago, sorry, five games ago, this it's unthinkable that we're, we're even in this situation, you know. Even maybe uh, if you go to before Project Restart, because I mean, Villa were in very poor form and, you know, we've spoke on the podcast before and, you know, absolute credit has to be given to Dean Smith to what they've, they've been working on on the training pitch because um, I think that's now the we, two goals we've conceded in the past five and, you know, I, you know, even though we were so desperately holding on and Villa fans, you know, every time the ball kind of came in our third, it was just, it was, you know, our hearts were in our mouths. You really can rely on this Villa defence now and it's really good to see that. Yeah, man, like, uh, when, um, it was sort of playing on my mind before the game, like, yeah, you know, we've never kept a clean sheet away from home this season. And so it was always on my mind, like, we're going to have to score. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, all credit to the boys, like, because, um, since we came back from the restart, there's been no errors leading to goals um, in the Villa side, and we were we'd made the most in the league before lockdown. And you know we've played a good chunk of the season, um, obviously since coming back. And and the way that we've tightened up, and the way that we defend with more aggression and intensity and, and passion, and um, it's good to see because we we we've sat deep all season. Uh, and we've defended in numbers a lot, you know, and we, we've sort of criticised this at points for the fact we've been deep, you know. It's not that we, we haven't had the bodies back. It's just that the intensity and the organisation hasn't been there. And um, I think during the, the lockdown period, Dean got his first chance because, you know, so many of the signings, uh, and you know, came in with, with literally week, a week, half, a week and a half to go until that, that first game against Spurs. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that lockdown period was the first time that Dean got to sit the boys down, speak about, you know, sort of get his philosophy across probably over a prolonged period of time and really build up their knowledge of how the system that they want to play and their role within the team. And, mate, we, we've seen that really pay off. Not so much in the first few games since lockdown, because I didn't think we defended too well. But, it, it, you know, in this last chunk of five, which is always going to be so crucial, I think that's when we've really seen um, the, the benefit of the work they did, mate. And, uh you know, you and I have been critical for a long time asking exact, exactly what John Terry brings to this team. And I, I think, to be fair, mate, we, we've just got our answer. Yeah, he's definitely shut us up there, mate. And, I mean, uh, to, to talk on the game briefly, because, you know, we've all just experienced it. We're hoping this podcast will get out pretty much instantly. Um, but, you know, Jack Grealish in the first half, really good opportunity. And, and to be honest, uh, I'd, I'd say Smith ball in full flow, really, wasn't it? Uh, ball managed to come across, work its way uh, across the box, and it, it sat really nicely for Jack. Couldn't manage to get it past Fabianski, uh, and it's just it, it's crazy to see how uh, he was he was involved in both goals, really, wasn't he? And what a screamer it was! You know, 
pretty much identical to the goal he scored against uh, Brighton in Brighton away to salvage a point. Uh, did the exact same here, although for, for 90 seconds, uh, to quote the Blues, it was dreamland, wasn't it, Dan? You know, 1-0 up in the relegation battle. Uh, Grealish scores with his weak foot and you're thinking, man, there's no way we can, we can let this slip. No, mate, I, absolutely. Yeah. I, mate, I was lambasting him, man. Like, when, when um, you know, that chance in the, the first half went straight down Fabianski's throat, I was seething, man. Like, I couldn't believe it because we worked it really nicely. The layoff from Connery is spot on. Like, it's, it's just, the weight of the pass is perfect. It's a little flick with the inside of his foot. Um, and it just it rolls so perfectly to Jack. And you're just begging him, a little bit of height, a little bit of love, just bend it outside the post and back in uh, around Fabianski. It was it was there for us all to see. Um, and, you know, it, it's we, it's been too many of that with Jack this season. You know, we had the, the, that chance at Everton away yeah. where he tried to take it early, tried to put it in the near post, and he just scuffed it wide. Um, the shot, the you know, the one in the first half against West Ham, he just hits it straight into the ground. And from, from there, all the direction is taken off. It. Um, and so, you know, when he, I saw him open his body up and, and pick out that left foot, which, as you said, has done damage on Brighton, um, you know, we were all hoping for the best because, you know, there's one player out on that pitch we wanted to score, it was him. And uh, yeah, Fabianski's got to do better, man, but I, I, don't, I don't care. It's, it's a good hit. And um, yeah, I, I, it's, I, I, I don't know if we've ever celebrated a goal like that, mate. No, it's such a shame that, you know, I think given the occasion and, uh, you know, where Villa are and, you know, there's been so much talk about, uh, you know, how much of a role that the fans play. You could just imagine being in that away end, mate. Bodies, bodies would be flying, wouldn't they? It would have been absolutely amazing. Uh, it's, it's a shame as well, as, as I've kind of touched on earlier, uh, you know, the lead didn't last very long. Thankfully, though, it was enough to see us through. Uh, really, I mean... I want to say freak goal, to be honest. Um, yeah. I've, I've not really, I've only seen the replays of it a few times. I've, I've not overanalyzed it. You know, Rainer's, Rainer's backpedaling. He's always going to struggle there. You've, uh, and I think he's probably right to, to, to be yelling at his players uh, outfield because I think he does come off Grealish, I believe. Um, you, you know, you've got to close that down. But, you know, to, to, as you said earlier, to restrict them, to, you know, we've not let them have a shot. Really, you know, we've not sorry, we've not made an error that's led to a goal. Really, that's just kind of a, a, a deflected shot. So it's, uh, you know, still such a testament to the defence. And uh, you know, the substitutions that came on, Marvis Nakamba played more of a role in the last game, I'd say. But you know, someone who you can now rely upon and bring on, uh, even with our guy Courtney Hawes, man. You know, he came on. I was hoping it weren't going to be a five at back. Um, obviously, Esri kind of filled in at the right back. I think Fred was probably a bit tanked, to be fair, after uh, after you know, uh, a really good performance from him as well. But, I mean, we're in the Premier League for another season, Dan. You know, it can't be understated how huge this is for the club, for the players. You know, just seeing the scenes at full-time of them all huddling, you know, running onto the pitch. It's, I mean, it's another, it's at least another year with Jack Grealish, you'd like to think, Dan. And, you know, I think, if anything, off the pitch, the work starts now, really, doesn't it? You know, Suso and uh, and Christian Perslow uh, are, are going to be very busy men across this next sort of uh, really weird transfer window before the season starts. Yeah, for for sure, man. And uh, look, the goal was just touched on. The goal was crazy. Um, so unfortunate. It's kind of Jack. Um, it's easy to like people were asking whether Pepe should have done better. Like you watch that goal in slow motion, it's easy to think that yeah, perhaps he should. Like you know, yeah. the ball sort of looped and, and you know he doesn't adjust his feet fast enough. But if you watch it in real time, 
which is obviously how the game is played. It's a completely different story. Like no one's expecting that ball to go where it does. Um, it's such the, the dip on the ball is so nasty. Um, you know, it happened so quickly. Um, the ball was just seemed to be up and over, and it was in the net before it, you know anyone had even blinked. And so yeah, look, I mean. Um, if you watch it in slow motion, Pepe does take a couple of seconds to start shuffling. But you know, I beg everyone to go and watch it, it in real time. Um, and yeah, you can't criticise that man for me. But nah, man, it was never going to be easy, was it? But no. I. Um, they, they've said that it's exactly the same as last season. You know, we have a we have a plan for the championship and a plan for the Premier League. And as soon as the final whistle goes, um, one of those plans goes into operation. And, th- and thankfully for us, it is it's the one in the Premier League. Um, it's quite funny now because Jack has scored that goal. It's going to put him right back in the limelight and um, sort of, you know, like right back in uh, fresh in people's minds. I, yeah. you know, I was sort of doubting on the podcast last week whether, you know, Jack goes just because of the performances he's been dropping lately. He's sort of, sort of, you know, performing a bit. And, and Douglas Louise was was the player that you wanted out of our squad. But Jack scoring that goal has put him right, right back in uh, the forefront of people's minds. And, but look, who better to score that goal, mate? And I was I was looking at that that celebration at the end of it all and all in that massive huddle and how much it meant to Jack to score that goal. And I was, one more year, would it hurt? Would it hurt? Please. I mean, I mean it's, it's the dream scenario, isn't it? Obviously, you know, results have to go your way, but Villa... Villa had to do what they had to do. A draw was enough. Unfortunately, it wasn't the win. But, you know, who am I to sit here and criticise Villa for not winning that game when we're still in the Premier League? Uh, but, you know, for it, it was a big game made for a big player. And as we kind of touched on earlier with, with the first chance he missed, uh, you know, you don't usually get a second chance in games like this, do you, Dan? So for, for Jack to be able to, to, to right his wrongs uh, and then, I mean, be involved in the next goal, but that doesn't matter. You know, for him to score on the final day, keep Villa up, uh, I mean, it, sh- it surely cemented his, his legacy at Villa really now, hasn't it? And he's guided us to the Premier League. He's kept us in the Premier League uh, somewhat against all odds. And, you know, you've got you've got big teams looking at him. So, uh, you know, I think that realistically, we've just got to enjoy Jack Grealish again while we've still got him uh, for another season. But man, that, that man has done everything to keep us in the Premier League. No, nah, man, like to, to Jack, to Dean, to the coaching staff, to everyone at the club, like fair play, man. Like, I, I criticise uh, a lot of figures within the club, but um, you, you can't argue against this. Um, you know, I, I was when we came up this season, I was like, as long as we're above that red line, I don't care how we've done it. Like, that's all that matters is, is that we stay. Um, the league's going to be hard next season. It's going to be yeah. tough. Like the, the, if the the quality this season has been at a premium. Um, we've survived on on thirty five points, and we've been dreadful. Like yeah, the fact that there's three teams worse than us is, is bonkers, mate. Um, but um, the the league is going to be amped up. You you know we're seeing the signings that are coming into the league. We've got some serious clubs coming up. Um, from the leagues below, you know Leeds aren't going to want to be anywhere near that relegation zone. Um. Baggies um, are a club who who have a manager who I I, I think is is the real deal. Um, I, 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 I think Village is a, is a really good gaffer. Um, you know they've, they've made some really good signings. There's a really good spirit at, at West Brom. Um, you know, and so look, I, I can't speak for how they're going to do, but again, it's just, it's just Leeds in Leeds and West Brom, and obviously the semi-finals, uh, the playoffs start tonight. Uh, yeah. Later on, I believe we see. Brentford and Swansea get into action. Yeah. 
Um, and so, you know, in the two teams that have come up, there's two really hard, well, there's, there's four extra games which are really hard. Leeds at home, Leeds away. To, you know, they're always, especially Bielsa's going to have a big pull. They're going to be a great side. And obviously, yeah. Baggy's home and away speaks for itself. So, you know, there's 12, uh, yeah, 12 points already that um, are going to be harder to come by than in the likes of Norwich, Bournemouth, Watford. Um, Chelsea, like, you know, there's another team that are going to be added to that title race. The, the quality in the league is, is going to be serious. You know, Ancelotti and Everton aren't going to want to hang around much more. Um, so we've got to up our game as well. We've, we've got to improve on the signings that we've made. Uh, we've got to improve the squad um, uh, and, you know, really look to compete because as much as I, I, I'm loving this feeling, mate, I want nothing to do with that relegation zone next season. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of work done and I think, you know, you, you've kind of uh, almost got the return on investment really, haven't you? I know obviously there was a lot made of the signings that have been made, but they had to be made 11, uh, 11 out, 12 in. You know, we've spent the best part of 130 million, which is the grand scheme of things, Dan. Let's be honest, that's not a lot of money. I think you're going to see Villa spend big this year, especially with FFP uh, easing up. And, you know, I think uh, as well, you know, we're talking about that, you know, potentially only having Grealish for another season. If, you know, if Grealish is very much, uh, you know, at the forefront of the negotiations here, he, he can go, listen, you can either put me around a team of all-stars or sell me to a team of all-stars. Uh, so you know, we'll I think we'll see the owners spend big and uh, and and you know hopefully keep keep on their promises that they've made. You know, on, on constantly investing in Villa and uh, you know I think obviously that it's a squad game, Dan. And I think you've you've just got to look at the kind of players that West Ham were able to bring on. The fact that Manuel Lanzini is a bench player. Now West Ham have been pretty poor all season, but you know you'd die to have a player like Lanzini on your bench, wouldn't you? Um, so you know it, it, it's it's not necessarily about um, just going out and, and and invest in all this money on all these players because you know we've got a, we've got a core of a squad here. That I think there's a few additions, and then you've got to look at, at, at the squad as well, really, to be honest. So uh, it's going to be really interesting seeing all this business going on, especially with uh, you know throughout the Europa League and Champions League period that's obviously going to take place now as well uh, throughout the start of all stand. Yeah, definitely, mate. Well, you know, there's got to be serious policies, serious strategy. Um, you know, what what we sort of you know if we're going to be spending uh, money this season, you want to see four, five, 20 million pound signings instead of like, you know, eight, you know, seven, eight, 10 million pound signings like we did last season. Like we need to, I like the squad. It's showing that it can play. It's showing that it can work. Um, yeah. Desperate surgery on that front three. Um, like desperate surgery. Like we, we need to put some serious goals in this side. This team is crying out for a winger. Um, but look, you, you know, you can't. West Ham are a perfect example, mate. And I'm glad you referenced it because I, I watched them bring off Sebastian Allaire. Um, they brought Lanzini, who, who was the third sub they brought? Yarmolenko. Yarmolenko, yeah, that's the one. I watched those three players come off the bench. And I was like, how are you anywhere near this relegation zone? <laughs> like, you look at things like Bournemouth, like, what well, like us, like, you know, like, and it's like it's crazy, but it just goes to show that you can spend all the money in the world, but unless you've got philosophy and strategy and a club um, that you know you, you can't just go, yeah, he looks all right, he looks good, he looks good, thirty million there, twenty million there, and just sort of assemble yourself a, a squad like Ultimate Team because at the end it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, and so we, we've got to really knuckle down, be, be, be clever with our signings. We can't, you know, the teams are now well aware that. Premier League uh, clubs have a lot of money and we, you know, I don't want to see overspending. So we've got to be clever with our business. Um, we've got a good opportunity now with the Europa League and the Champions League starting to get scouting. 
yeah, to get definitely. watching players, um, you know, where there's nothing else going on at the club. We can focus fully on that as, as an entity. You know, Dean can get involved uh, and, we, and we can look at those because those are the ultimate the calibre of players that we're going to need in this, in this league if we're going to be surviving. Um, and so, yeah, it's not long, but 12th, the league starts. So what? Yeah. Just over nine and two months um, until the Premier League. Back. So um, we haven't got a long time. Um, and although the, the window is, is open till mid-October, uh, we're going to want most of our, obviously most teams are going to want most Absolutely. of their players in, in the start of the season. Um, so yeah, things have literally got to start now. Um, but no, mate, it's it's un, unbelievable the, the feeling of this. And then we've got one, one more year in this league. Um, I, I still can't get my head, head around it. I, I imagine you're the <laughs> same. Um, I, I'm really excited for what's to come. If you want to get more excited, Dan, you can obviously watch the championship game tonight and look at uh, you know the possibility of side Benarama joining. You know, there's been a lot more yeah, talk about that recently, and you know, not you know, we're not in the know at all here. This is you know, we're just going by what we read. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure all Villa fans will be watching that Swansea Brentford game tonight, uh, and and just hoping. And to be honest, Dan, I think that's probably a, a good note to end the podcast on. I think we just need to go and enjoy the rest of our nights now. As you know, we're here another 38 games in the Premier League next season. And, uh, you know, it, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, you guys who are listening <laughs> to the podcast, but all just, you get what we're feeling. You guys know, you watched the game. You all saw it somehow. You kept up with the scores. Um, and, yeah, I think uh, as well, just on, on, on a final note, just like to thank you guys for the support that we've had on the podcast throughout the season. Uh, it's been really good. And, you know, it, it, it's tough. You know, me and Dan are, are great friends, but you know it's really tough sitting here with Dan after uh, you know Villa have, have been you know absolutely destroyed every week, uh, and you know you've seen uh, you know the life being sucked out of us as, as as the games go by. So uh, uh, you know, thank you guys for sticking with us. Obviously, we've stayed up, so hopefully uh, you know you're going to see more content from me and Dan. Absolutely, uh, we'll be linking up soon, uh, and and we'll be working on all, all, all kinds of content for you guys. So uh, yeah, we really do appreciate the support. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, hit the like button, uh, leave us a review on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen on, uh, and subscribe for more content. Any final words from yourself, Dan? No, I just, I just want to echo that, man. Like, yeah, you, you guys have been absolutely, the, the reason we do this podcast, to be honest with you, mate, is just, you know, the, the occasional comment here and there, or the, the views go up or whatever. Like, you know, I do this podcast just for a comment, you know, on YouTube, a positive one, at least. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I just want to thank, thank everyone for getting involved and supporting this. You and I love doing this, Dan. Um, and yeah, give me a place to come and vent this emotion. It's, it's great. So yeah. Massive shout out to you guys uh, tuning in, and I'm sure we'll be busy, mate. Like I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not really doing much. Um, uni doesn't get started for a little while, so we got some time on our hands. So yeah, hopefully we can keep this regular. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot to talk about. Absolutely, man. That's a good end to end on. So thank you guys for listening, and up the villa. <laughs>